Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's 9.30 in 716. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazurowski. Outside right now, cloudy skies, 33 degrees in Buffalo. Let's go to the National Weather Service this morning and check in on the Lake Effect storm with Kirk Apfel. Kirk, uh, what is the timing? What's the situation this morning that we're looking at? Sure thing. Well, right now, most of the snow is across the western southern tier, so well to the south of the city. Uh, That's going to hold off until roughly 7 p.m. is when the uh, heavy lake effect band is going to enter the Buffalo metro area, start spreading from south to north. And really, the worst of this event is going to be tonight, uh, Friday, and Friday night, uh, when that heavy lake effect band producing three inches an hour is going to be somewhere across the Buffalo metro area for pretty much that entire time. Okay, um, uh, pretty much the entire time is rough. How much snow and by when should people in the Buffalo metro area be expecting? Well, we're looking uh, for a a storm total of two to four feet of snow in the most persistent snow. So not everyone's going to get those higher end amounts. It depends exactly where the band settles. But I can tell you it's going to be somewhere in the Buffalo metro area, whether it'll be the the, uh, south towns right across the city. It's still a little bit too early to tell exactly where it'll be. But uh, everywhere is going to get a significant amount of snow. Most of it's going to fall from tonight through Friday night. And then after that, the band will uh, uh, shift across Niagara County on uh, Saturday and then drop back through the city and drop another few inches. Uh, but the most of it will be through Friday night. Uh, we were told yesterday, you know, not too uncommon for lake effect snow, that the drop off would be pretty big on the north end of the storm. That, uh, you know, almost that wall of snow idea that we saw in November could repeat itself this time around where somebody gets dumped on and, you know, a couple blocks over, maybe not so much. Uh, Is it still looking like that? Uh, That's certainly uh, likely to be the case. The north, there'll be a very sharp cutoff. But one thing to keep in mind is, is there's no guarantee that uh, just because the band was in one location in the, you know, the November, the event back in 14, doesn't mean it'll be there this time. It could be in a slightly different location. So yes, there'll be a sharp cutoff, but uh, it's still, it may occur in a slightly different location. Much could this wobble uh, with winds, possibly? Um, yeah, well, I mean, the band, it, it won't stay all in one spot the entire time. And, yes, we'll probably have a little bit of a wobble, uh, especially tonight. It'll, it'll lift north and then 
settle slightly southward and then just kind of just a a very subtle wobbling during the day Friday and Friday night. Uh, One other thing to keep in mind with this, too, with these amounts of snowfall and the fact it's going to be a somewhat wet snowfall, especially at the start, is as we could also get some uh, power outages where you have uh, uh, some leaves left on the trees or just some of the uh, spruce trees that could also uh, have some issues. Something uh, we'll be watching out for for sure. Okay, when we're looking at that uh, wobble or so, it sounds like you need that wobble uh, for the storm to move a little bit on Saturday or else it could be really bad for the city. Um, yes, the, the movement of the band helps spread out the snow, which is uh, it's good and bad. Um, uh, we are confident that on Saturday the band is going to move, and it will, uh, for the most part of the day on Saturday, will probably not be across the Buffalo Metro, probably focused uh, more on Niagara County, maybe Grand Island, those areas. Uh, so by then you, you, you should get that movement. It's really before then that you're going to get the heaviest snows. Um, but there still will be impacts even into Saturday and Saturday night. The band will still come back through. Uh, you also have, by then you have some uh, winds picking up, so you might have some blowing and drifting snow. So we're really looking at uh, several uh, days of very wintry weather. And Kirk, what does Sunday look like right now in Orchard Park at the stadium around one o'clock for the Bills and Browns game? Uh, well, Sunday, it's likely that the band is going to be south of the Buffalo Metro and, and really uh, well south of the entire area on uh, Sunday, uh, but there's still going to be some snow showers in the area, and you're also going to be looking at uh, pretty strong winds. Winds will be gusting up to 30 miles an hour. So, of course, if you did get a significant snowfall uh, preceding that, uh, areas of blowing snow will be a concern uh, during the day on Sunday. Okay. Hey, uh, Kirk, thanks so much for the update. Kirk Apfel with the National Weather Service telling us the latest of what we need to know as Buffalo gets ready for the storm. I'm going to make some soup and watch it from my window. Utilities don't have that luxury, though. Ken Kujawa, Regional Director for National Grid, says they're on standby for any outages. Friday night, we will be holding all crews in our company service centers across western New York. And in addition to that, uh, we are bringing in outside resources uh, that will be pre-positioned in western New York uh, to help us with any power restoration efforts. Buffalo Public Works Commissioner Nate Martin said the plows are ready to go. When you add all the resources combined, we're over uh, 100 significant large pieces of equipment on our streets clearing the snow for all the city. This is Tom Puckett. First of all, I'm declaring a state of emergency. Governor Hochul says that state of emergency takes effect at 10 a.m. as the region prepares for several feet of lake effect snow. Hochul says travel on the thruway will be restricted for some vehicles. We're going to be closing the thruway to commercial traffic. We've seen what happens when trucks can jackknife on the thruway and literally paralyze it, stranding people for days. So the lesson learned from that is to stop the commercial traffic. That takes effect at 4 this afternoon. Hochul says the state has extra resources at the ready. Our stockpiles are ready to deploy generators. We have snowmobiles and ATVs ready for search and rescue. Salt and fuel supply, over 42,000 tons. We're ready to be able to handle any needs there. And also opening up our state and western New York emergency operations centers. A news conference with Hochul is set for 10. You can hear my full conversation with the governor online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. Many Buffalo residents fearing the worst from this storm after a smaller snowstorm just this past January left many city side streets impassable for days. Buffalo Public Works Commissioner Nate Martin was asked about the issues with that storm and how things will change this time around. Yeah, certainly it's a challenge that we're going to take on as soon as the snow starts. So we are going to have that equipment on the streets and available. Um, 
the, the, the parking issue on side streets had a lot to do with it, and I'm not saying that was the only issue. The amount of snowfall, the record kind of temperatures and snowfall that we had in January last year were a significant part of that uh, issue that we had. So, you know, hopefully we get those cars parking on the right side of the street, allows our equipment to go down, but we're just attacking it much faster in terms of the response. We've got a, a full staff of drivers, so the specific numbers, um, you know, I don't have that number off the top of my head, but I know we have a full slate of, slate of drivers ready to get in the vehicles. The, ideally, the, the cars moved and then we can we can come back and plow, but we do have the, the coordination with that group and that department to do a mini tow if needed to get the car off the street. So again, we can clear the streets for the residents. That's really what it's about. So hopefully we don't run into that. We have people following the parking guidelines. Uh, inevitably, it might happen and we'll you know do what we can to, to help clear that car out of the way to really clear the snow. All right, uh, new public works commissioner and a new snow plan this time around in the city. Yeah, uh, we'll see how it works over the next few days. The Bills are getting ready for the possibility of another snow game Sunday. Head coach Sean McDermott was asked about the forecast yesterday. Yeah, I mean, um, you just got to be on top of it. It adds, you know, a little bit of another layer to to the preparation. Um, um, so you just got to be flexible, got to be on top of it, and, and uh, we'll adjust if and, and when necessary. As far as I'm being told, everything is... Uh, heading towards normal game time, normal location. Um, but outside of that, I've been really focused on just game planning, getting the team ready. All right, Sean McDermott there. Bill's set to host the Browns Sunday at 1. You heard uh, the National Weather Service say blowing snow might be the biggest issue uh, by that time. Uh, the falling snow, new snow, uh, shouldn't be that big of a problem. You know, unlike the big snow game, uh, you know, five years ago now. Yeah, with the Colts. Uh, the the snow kept falling and falling and falling during that game. Hopefully that won't be an issue. Maybe by the time you get out of the game, the streets will be more clear than when you went in. Maybe. That's the hope. Um, we'll see what happens on Sunday. I think that game's going to be a fun one. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. We'll have snow south of Buffalo today. Temperatures will be in the mid-30s, breezy and cool for your Thursday. Now, tonight, that lake band will develop over the metro region, and that will continue right through Friday. You'll find lows tonight in the 20s with several inches of snow expected overnight. Could see one to three feet of snow on Friday. The band shifts northward on Saturday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Meteorologist Andy Parker is joining us this morning. Uh, Andy, everybody wants to know when and where, so how is this lining up this morning? Yeah, the start time on this is exactly where we left it yesterday. There were a few things that we knew were going to happen, and uh, the beginning of this is going to be for the city and the immediate burbs. That means uh, Niagara County, northern Erie County, central Erie County. You'll get a burst of snow between around 8 and 10 p.m. That's the onset of this, and it doesn't start in a well-defined band. It's kind of a burst of snow and wind and that's when you'll know that it's ready to start. It lines up into that band by the time we get to around midnight. And that band is going to initially settle near the city of Buffalo into some of the south towns. There'll be some variance with it. The intensity won't be there right away. It takes a couple of hours to get cranking. And then once it does, it's going to sit in place for the duration of Thursday night into Friday morning. Very difficult travel. And it's not just Buffalo to Orchard Park in there, but it's inland all the way to Batavia. There's going to be some decent winds, 30 miles an hour, pushing this snow uh, as far inland as Monroe County in portions of Rochester, although to a much lesser degree, but you'll still get snow. And the indication there is there's going to be very little wobble. There's two subtle wobbles 
that hold the key to this forecast for saving some communities. One will be Friday afternoon. There's a very subtle shift to the south during Friday afternoon. When I say subtle, it's only about five miles or so. But it's enough that that could help if, the, if it sets up over South Buffalo and into Lancaster and, and Depew and um, in those communities. It, uh, a five-mile shift brings it a little further into what we call the deeper south towns during the course of the day on, on Friday. And then it will wobble back into place. And then overnight, by Saturday morning, this is key, by Saturday morning, it'll go back through the city of Buffalo up into portions of Niagara, Niagara County. That includes uh, our friends in Fort Erie will get hit during the course of the day on Saturday, all the way up to Grand Island, Niagara Falls, the Tonawanda. The best chance you're going to have to do some shoveling is going to be during the day on Saturday, not just for an hour or two, but it might live up there for the majority of the day based on the guidance that we have right now. Again, it's Thursday. This is Saturday, what we're looking at. That would be the best case scenario. Not great for the folks in Niagara County because you're going to get maybe the biggest uh, snow of the season is there'll be between eight and 10 inches. That's the best time for the Tonawandas. Um, as I mentioned, Grand Island, Wheatfield, Lewiston, Niagara Falls, that's going to be your day. Then it gets swept out and there's very good agreement. I mentioned this yesterday, the start time and the end time of this are the two most known certainties. It'll get swept out overnight Saturday. This thing is gone before most folks get up in the morning on Sunday. And uh, so the, uh, the chance of this playing out, pounding the, the stadium, that's not going to happen. So it, it's out of here uh, by the time we start Sunday. So we've, we've been able to trim Sunday off of the list of uh, duration on the event, which is great. Friday, that said, it's going to be painful for some people to try to uh, navigate through this uh, with the snow rates that look like they're going to be three, four inches an hour. So the top end snow rates for a period of time during the evening hours of Friday, I think the the big totals are going to be in that 30-inch mark. Uh, it's going to be similar to what we had for the one-day event in 2014. 2014 was actually a two events in one. You had one a few days after the next, and that's how you got those 70-inch totals. But uh, the, you do the snow math on this, that amount of time in a very – small area you're going to get some snow to pile up real quick Ooh, um i am a little nervous andy because I, i've been calling it living on the edge where uh, right up in north tonawanda on the erie niagara county border i'm thinking like hey maybe there's a chance i get off easy or maybe there's a chance i get socked uh, what can you tell us about the northern edge of that lake effect and uh, i mean will it have a wall of snow type effect like we all remember from november that's what's looking like it's going to happen. So, yeah, if you're in the Tonawandas, you're most likely you have that one foot outside of the, the weather system. Where I'd be more concerned could be the main, main street and the throughway corridor. So that's kind of Williamsville and Amherst. It's the only time you ever speak about maybe Lackawanna and West Seneca and Williamsville and Amherst in the same sentence. You know, when it comes to weather, when you have this angle, it's not a north south, it's, but it's more of an angle from Buffalo Inland all the way along the throughway to Batavia. That's where we have to watch it. There's still, as I mentioned, a wobble room on this. You could say wiggle room or wobble room. The northern edge of this is, is going to set up somewhere between the city of Buffalo and, uh, and down to about West Seneca. That looks like the, the target for the heaviest snow. Not that you're going to have no snow elsewhere, but you're not the, the heaviest, most debilitating area is going to be within that maybe two or three miles of intense snow. And the wall that you mentioned I think Tonawandas are going to be on the outside looking in uh, until Saturday, and then that'll be the time that uh, that they get involved in it. 
Andy, one of the biggest fears that people have is being stuck in their car in a storm. And does this storm have the potential, in, in your opinion, to bring conditions that would shut down the 90 for all traffic? I think so. When you look at the uh, the you look at the baseline of what they need to keep that open, and I think uh, visibility is one of the things that they uh, rely on. And uh, if you recall, in in any of these events, the visibility within that band uh, pretty much goes to zero. The snow rates are going to be passed, but the plows are going to be able to keep up with, and I think they're going to uh, shut that down on very short order, just based on the action they've already taken uh, by getting the commercial trucks off in advance of any snow falling. I think this administration is not, it has learned from the past, and I don't think they want to have another situation like that. I think they're going to preemptively close this as soon as they start to see the visibility and the, uh, and the snow rates uh, increase to a point where they can't maintain it safely. Uh, you, you mentioned visibility. Is that just strictly from the falling snow, or so often we're talking about, you know, maybe not that much snow falling, but it's blowing all around? Um, how is visibility going to be tough? Oh, this is actually, it's a two pronged thing. The snow rate in itself, a three-inch a three an hour snow rate, if you didn't have any wind at all, it's going to take that vi- maximum visibility in weather terms is about 10 miles. This is going to shut it down to about a half a mile, even without maybe a, a tenth of a mile, even without the wind. You throw the wind in there, this is one of those classics. And if you've grown up around here, we've all done it, you're holding the steering wheel, and maybe you're on Route 5 or the thruway, and literally you're hoping to see the brake lights in front of you when the car is one car length away it's that type of thing and maybe it's not that way solid but when the wind combines with that snow rate you have moments where you can't see past the hood of your car that's the type of snow that you're going to have within that very narrow band not everywhere but within that very narrow band that's the type of uh, visibility you'll have even during the day Meteorologist Andy Parker is with us on WBEN Buffalo. Uh, Andy, I want to ask you, in the South Towns already since yesterday, a very heavy, sleety snow has fallen. Is that the same consistency of what's coming? And what does that mean for power outages possibly and for roofs? Yeah, you got it. What we had last night was a very slushy, water-laden snow. What's coming now, you've got two things that are going to change that. that the cold, the air is going to get colder. You're going to find the temperatures dropping into the 20s, and this snow won't be as slushy as what just fell. It was very, if you went out and shoveled it, it was almost, it was turning the water as you were pushing it in these locations that got uh, three, four inches of snow on some of the elevations of the South Towns. What you're going to get here is more, I would say, a drier, slightly more powdery snow than what we just had. But if you wanted to go build a snowman with this, you're absolutely going to be able to do that. Temperatures are going to only remain in the 20s during the course of the day, uh, I think Friday and Saturday. It, it's, it's a much colder core of air, and that's what's really going to ignite this band of snow. How, you know, a lot of snow is going to fall. How long is it going to stick around for? Are we going to be, you know, next week, uh, Thanksgiving this time, people run the turkey trot? Are, are we going to need our snow boots on instead of our running shoes? I'm so glad you asked that because uh, this is how I spent my morning looking back at 2014. And what I recall about that, you had the most incredible snowfall in one of the most powerful events in Buffalo history. All of that snow. And if you recall, temperatures soared into the 60s about a week later. And we melted off just about everything but the giant piles. And we had flooding concerns. The governor came out and was looking at area creeks and streams. How are they going to handle all this melt-off? This time around, there's no 60s coming. When we look at the forecast for next week, it stays in the 30s, maybe a few 40s. But 
when this hits, it's not going anywhere for a while. All right. And how about the stadium on Sunday for the Bills-Browns game and thousands of fans that are expected to be there? You got it. Actually, I spoke to them, um, and uh, and they were inquiring about uh, about where this is going to set up. Is it gonna, how is it going to affect them? They're in the red zone, kind of the snow zone, where where they're going to have the potential to get a, a heavy hit. They they tell me they're not concerned about clearing themselves out. They've got the equipment. They they know the ability. This is a routine they've done. They will be clear. Their big concern is can people get there from where they are. So uh, I don't think they, there's, there's no intention that, that I felt that they're going anywhere. This game is going to get played in Buffalo. And the conditions on Sunday, you're going to have this, whatever falls on Friday, the stadium will be done after Friday evening. And then they'll have all day Saturday to clear it out. But then when this band finishes up, it intensifies but races through. You only have a, a residence time as it exits. It's very quick. It's running for the exit, only about an hour or two. So you get a few more inches. Uh, Saturday, or I should say Saturday night going into Sunday morning. So I think the amount on the ground fresh on Sunday morning is, is very manageable. And then during the day, it's cold and breezy. Temperatures in the 20s, it'll feel like it's in the teens. But as far as snow, this is not going to be a snow game, a snow globe out at the uh, out at the stadium. Andy, I was thinking about this, the uh, big snow game we all remember from, I believe it was five years ago, against the Colts, uh, snowing throughout the game. Um, and, and, you know, people had to dig out their cars. I, I feel like this is going to be the opposite of this. We're getting to the game uh, might be a little bit of a hassle, but then when you get out, the roads might actually be more clear than on the way in because of how the weather is shaping up. Yeah, this is one of those situations where you're going to see somebody who doesn't wipe off the roof of their car, and they're driving around with like 30 inches of snow on the roof of their car, and they drive over to a community that only has you know four or five inches on the ground, and then they p- park on the side of the road, and it looks so weird. But that's the juxtaposition that we're going to have between the, the communities that get hit with this intense snow band and the ones that are kind of on the fringe or on the periphery. Andy, we always appreciate it. Thank you so much. You got it. Have a great day. Andy Parker, meteorologist here on WBEN. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.